This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 22, Hot as Fresno. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Hey folks, it's Nevik here, and I just wanted to pop in before this episode just to uh, forewarn you that we lost one of our locally recorded tracks, which resulted in us having to use the main track that Jen recorded through Skype. So you're going to hear some audio imperfections. It's still listenable, but I did want to preface this so that it didn't go into this episode and say, hey, what happened? So anyways, enjoy. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to episode 22 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, August 24th, and I am your host, Nevik. And I am joined, of course, by my two co-joys, in the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. How are you, Brazier? How was your vacation? Oh, it was great, relaxing, hot as hell. But, uh, you know, it was good. It's good to be back. Yeah, uh, you, I'm jealous because I really want to go back to Disneyland. I, <laughs> When you have kids, you know, a, a lot of people think, oh, well, Disneyland's a lot more fun without the kids. Well, yeah, to a certain extent it is. But also having your kids with you just, you know, it's... It can be, you know, rewarding and frustrating and you want to tear your hair out at least once or twice a day, but it's also like the coolest thing ever. Just Oh, it was so much fun. I mean, just uh, to see your children's faces light up. Yeah. Exactly, the reaction to that that they see of things that you're just like, "Oh, I didn't even notice that before." And they're like, "Oh, wow, look at this." And you know, uh over the snow snow white drive, ride, the evil Enchantress, whatever, peeks out the window. I never noticed that before. Oh, but that yeah. was cool. Like, one of them saw it. Of course, we found that out after they had the earthquake in L.A. on <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, and everybody s- had to get out of the rides. <laughs> nice. So so you experienced an earthquake th- down there as well. It was no, kind- we didn't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same thing happened to to my wife and um, and my daughter and I when we when we went down there two, two yeah about two years ago, and uh, we were actually over at California Adventure and we we didn't feel a thing but then all of a sudden we, a whole bunch of employees are like we need everybody to evacuate the building and we were like what <laughs> yeah and yeah. then and then they canceled the world of color for that night and we were bummed <laughs> well I, I i i hate to sidetrack the show off of diablo but did you go over to california adventure and see the new cars land yes and it's impossible to get on the ride oh. at least the, the main ride all the other ones you could still get on it'd be a bit of a wait but their main one even with a fast pass was over an hour wait yuck 
Yeah, and you know, it was the um, the racers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And every time we went in there, I mean, even if we went in as soon as we got into the park, it was almost two hours. Or oh more. my gosh. I'm like, yeah, it's not worth it. And it was also the hottest week I think LA has had all year. Oh. It was like 90 something every single day. Yuck. And then of course we went up to uh, Fresno in the Central Valley. And that was 108 the first day and 111 the second day we were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 talked about that about how how we were having a heat wave in California. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I left it there because when I came back, it was like back in the low 80s there. Nice. Yeah, of course. And then, of course. Now oh, my, my family refers to everything as hot as Fresno instead of hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the the expansion for Diablo three when we go to he when we go to hell, it will actually be a replica of Fresno. It will. <laughs> oh, truer words cannot be spoken. <laughs> Jen, how are you? I'm surviving. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been battling the uh, construction out here again um, mm -hmm. in this lovely little mobile home park in which I live, and it's uh, taken my voice, as you can probably hear, so um, not a whole lot going on with me other than, you know, trying to breathe. Didn't oh. go to Disneyland or anything fun like that. That would have been more fun. Yeah, you, you've had your own adventures. Oh, in... yes. <laughs> uh-huh. But let's move on to what we've been up to in-game. We'll start with you, Jen. What have you been up to? Not a whole lot, because I've been really sick. But I did get to play a little bit. Um, as you know, because Nevik, you joined us. Me and Sean were playing, and you said, Hey, can I come in? We were like, Yay! <laughs> come in! <laughs> so we had... I was playing my Demon Hunter, and Sean was playing as Barbarian. And Nevik was playing Malpractice, so I got to see Malpractice Yay. in action. So we had, yeah, we had a witch doctor. It was cool, you know. Went it felt there. weird. Did it? Because it was a <laughs> witch doctor? <laughs> yeah, I had completely forgotten how to play as a witch doctor. Not that I knew how to play as a witch doctor to begin with, but yeah, I was like, wait, what, what am I doing with these skills? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of took me a minute, too, because I've been playing my Barbarian mostly. So going back to the demon hunter was like, wait a minute, what was I? Oh yeah, that, you know. <laughs> Let's not charge into the middle of the crowd and try to battle them all at once with the demon hunter. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, come on. You, I know. <laughs> you, you, you can take more than one hit, right? Uh, well, more than one, maybe. <laughs> well, Without, in yeah. normal, you can. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but still. So that was fun that we all got to play. And we actually got the, um, the achievement Big Trouble in Talking Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> such a great funny. name oh yeah it was fun we all just sat there and went wait a minute do you guys have this achievement you don't have it either Ooh, let's sit here you know yeah. <laughs> and just let them talk how long were we sitting there for oh, God, almost five minutes it was a while yeah yeah and it's just it's just funny because the little statements that come out we're all like anticipating okay we've got one left and then he'll say one that he's already said and we're like no and i'll say the yeah. other one <laughs> so he finally did so we got that that was pretty fun and um yeah, and, and Nevik brought out his, uh, what was it you called it? Flock of Freaks, right? Yeah, Flock of Freaks. <laughs> yeah, you had like the golem or whatever, and the, the zombie dogs, and you had frogs everywhere. And <laughs> yep. In town, mind you, you're just doing all these. And then you're like, oh, hey, is this lagging, you guys? No, it's not, but it was funny. You know? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all of a sudden, I remembered. Oh wait, they they scaled down how many pets you could have because of frame lag. So I was like, oh, eh, I'm not lagging you guys, am I? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I didn't notice any lag. Sean didn't notice any lag, and we're basically on like a LAN over here, you know. So I mean, it was fine. It didn't affect either of us. So that was really fun, though. You know, <laughs> it's just really fun to just jump in and play like that, and then. On another day, I actually had time to play my Barbarian, who's now level 27. Yay! Still in Act you're, 3. You're getting close! I'm getting closer, little by little. I'm still in Act 3 of Normal, and I love Act 3. I'm having so much fun. I don't know what it is about this level, but it's just so much fun. I mean, maybe it's just the reaction of not having to fight Belial, that everything else is so much more fun, you know? Because that was so frustrating. <laughs> But, you know, it was really fun. I got a couple of little um, event achievements. And, uh, and oh, um, I think because of the patch, if I'm understanding correctly, Hammer of the Ancients is a lot more fun than it used to be. Oh, yeah. Barbarian's yeah. got a buff. Yeah. And, uh, and Cleave works really nice, and the two work really good together. Yeah. Yeah. And they... And they didn't nerf the uh, proc coefficient on uh, the, the, um, the Run Like the Wind tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not bitter about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's basically all I got around to doing uh, this time around. Um, hopefully have more time to play and be a little bit healthier for uh, between now and next show. Well, how far how far in Act 3 are you now? Um, I think the last thing we did... What did I do? Okay, I've finished the part where you're trying to... Uh, I'm in the first you... level after the demons invade the keep. Okay, so so you're down in the you're are you out on the the snowy plains or are you still in a keep? No, I'm still in the keep. I'm either the first okay. level or the second. I think I stopped at the second because it was like three in the morning, and I'm like, okay, I need to stop now. Um, hit a checkpoint, and kind of went. All right, that's cool. But yeah, you know, where you're running through the dungeon down there, and it's just so much fun. It just felt like you know part of. Like the original Diablo, where it's just like, you're running through the dungeon, here come the demons, you know, just, you know, simple. <laughs> yeah. you know, straightforward. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun until you encounter really nasty champion or, or rare packs that, that are really hard to get around if, if you don't want to, you know, face plan a couple times. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm dying a lot anyway, but, you know... Well, you shouldn't be. You're playing as a barb. A barb yeah. is overpowered. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it probably is, but um, playing while sick is not advisable, especially like after writing for hours. It's just like, oh. wait, what is this button? Like, I went to take a screenshot because I found a Zarheim, right? And I oh. went to take a screenshot, and it just said Zarheim. It didn't say Zarheim the something, you know? Mm hmm. And I like, I'm hitting buttons on my keyboard and I'm totally hitting the wrong ones and it didn't work at all. I got a screenshot of after he died and disappeared and there's no proof. Um, but I like popped up the map, popped up the skills. I'm like, no, not that button. You know? I can't see straight. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing by feel, by touch. Yeah, you know, and the sounds that, that I'm hearing you know, as I'm screwing up. But surprisingly, I didn't die that time, but I did not get the screenshot I was hoping for. So yeah, uh, don't don't oh, play D three while sick. It's just inadvisable. <laughs> yeah, Embrasia, Other than your fantastic trip to the Magic Kingdom, what else have you been up to? Just started playing again with one point oh four that dropped this week. That's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, it's kind of like the idea of taking your old car and getting it like nice tune up and 
oil change and everything and taking back on the road and you're like, wow, the steering wheel actually works again and the brakes touch better. It just feels nice as I'd be in the car again. So I've been playing with the uh, Witch Doctor. It got up now up to 52 and uh, it just feels so much better. Yeah, I went to the back of the, the beginning of hell mm-hmm. difficulty and um, I'm not dying like every time I go look at something, which is pretty nice. And I really like the buff they made to the um, zombie dogs and the gargantuan because they actually live now. It's not like they they run up and get slapped and they fall down. Yeah, so they're, they're lasting a lot a bit longer and have been still using the same spine dot darts and the, the unbreakable grass. But uh, now I've actually been able to add the the zombie dogs and the gargantuan back into my rotation. It's it's good because it kind of helps uh, keep the game moving. Things, I mean, I just noticed right away things are dying so much faster. And I mean, I haven't done anything with any of my gear since um, I played a little while ago. Yeah, well, the Witch Doctor was overdue for a lot of changes, and they certainly got them. It's feeling a lot more fun. I feel like I'm actually going to make it to 60 now with the Witch Doctor. For a long while there, I wasn't thinking it was going to happen. Maybe they should have left the Witch Doctor in a bad place, and that, that way you hey. can play as a real, as a real class. What? Ever. <laughs> oh, speaking of real classes, I ran into uh, Swaying Mango today, mm-hmm. a, a, a listener to the show, and he wanted me to ask you a question. Did they nerf the uh, Melee Wizard build? I, I gave a slight allusion to it um, with my uh, bitterness towards uh, the Tornado Barb not getting their proc coefficient nerfed because uh, they, they dropped the proc coefficient on the wicked wind rune of energy twister by by half so it was at a 25 percent proc rate now it's at a 12 and a half percent proc rate my melee wizard and um i i guess i'll just slide into a little bit into what i've been doing um definitely i haven't noticed much of a difference because i wasn't playing as that build that a lot of people were starting to use where they were using teleport and um the the only two attacks that they had were, uh, what was it? Um, explosive Blast and Energy Twister. Although Energy Twister isn't really an attack. <laughs> it's just more of like your uh, resource generator. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so you can keep chaining Explosive Blast over and over and over and over and teleport all the time because you're, you know, you're resetting the cooldown. It's a very fast going build, but it's just a lot of ear noise with the explosive blast and it's just like i i didn't enjoy that build so i i've stuck with my my build that i've been going with you know sticking with the spectral blades and i use energy twister and wave of force are my you know main attacks and i, I haven't noticed too much of a difference you know I'm, I'm still doing pretty good i did try to go back into act three inferno and see about those uh that damage nerf doesn't offset the coefficient nerf <laughs> so mm-hmm. i was dying a lot faster well i i can get through act three up until i get out to the snowy part and then just i get shredded to bits by anything that has any kind of special attack so i was like okay yeah back to the drawing board or you know back to the auction house <laughs> so wait wait let me get this right are you saying the, the, the wizard rotation that has like a mage rotation with two buttons only? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I know, it's it's unheard of, right? Yeah, I don't know any game company to ever make a 
class that has a two button rotation. But you know, I I am you know I am face rolling over um, at least three buttons uh, because you know I do have to spam my Frost Nova and my Diamond Skin, so it's not like I'm just pressing two buttons. You know, I'm, oh. I'm pressing five. Pressing five. I mean, if you can macro it into one button, they'd be all fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fat handing. You know, keys one through three. I'm just going, uh, 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 you know, just spamming it because you know that's kind of that kind of the playstyle with the melee. Oh, I got it. Put your nose on three. Roll left and right, left and right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but what I do like though is that we're actually able to to use some spells now that we basically just put on the back burner and said they were useless before this patch. Oh, yeah, not I'm so much that the wizard, part. but... Um... <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't gotten to all the classes yet, but I, I definitely want to get back into trying these different ones and what they've done to it. Yeah, yeah. Ne- needless to say, I I was... Um, when, when they were doing the previews for each class last week, I was massively underwhelmed with the wizard because most of it focused on on Hydra, and I was like, I don't use Hydra. You know, the last time I used Hydra was in Act One Nightmare. <laughs> I don't use Hydra because I don't like the you know the Blizzard Venom Hydra kiting build. I just I I don't like kiting like that. I I like to stay on my ground and you know shred shred people's grills. So yeah, wasn't there a build just like that in Diablo Two? Similar where like you just relied on Hydra. The thing with Hydra in, in Diablo 2, you could drop more than one at any time. Oh. And, yeah, Hydra was pretty cool in Diablo 2. I I wasn't too much of a Hydra user because, like, I, as as some of our astute listeners or, you know, long-time listeners will know, I was I, – I loved charged bolts, and that was my thing. So, but, I, you know, I used teleport quite a lot, and – um Static field. That that was the main thing that you would use. <laughs> static field was amazing, just amazing. I, I missed that ability, but ah, memories. Um. <laughs> so, have you have you ventured onto any of your other alts in Diablo, Brasia? No, not yet. Not yet. I gotta get my son to try it again because he kind of stopped and started playing Starcraft two all the time. Yeah. So. Keep going out there and just causing trouble for everyone else in the multiplayer game. Oh, fun. <laughs> it, it's funny, too, because, like, somebody will say something stupid. You, you know, it's how some vicious some player is going to be. Just as soon as you log in, they start, you know, berating people. Oh, he's oh. like, the kid, he doesn't care. He's like, dude, I'm playing a game, so, you know, get over it. <laughs> and he'll completely purposely get in their way or purposely do something if they're really mean. Oh, it's like, nice. they deserve it. <laughs> Yeah, good like, for awesome. him, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, as as we know, the maturity level of of boys drops the older that they get until they, you know, maybe hit thirty, and then they're completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just a little. But um, speaking of StarCraft, uh, we we have a, and this is kind of an awkward insert but uh we have a listener sill barefoot he he's a really avid starcraft fan and uh he started up his own podcast with a friend of his and uh i i gave it a listen and they already have two episodes out it's called step your geek ups so i i think a lot of our listeners would like it and uh i believe it was step your geek up um dot blogspot.com i i'll double check 
on that but we'll we'll put the link in the show notes for everybody and you can go give them a listen i would warn there is language so it's you know not safe for children or or work so you know headphones or you know on your own time but yeah i i really liked it and um he he plays a lot of starcraft and of course he he said the exact same thing about me in, in you know conversely in in regards to Diablo, he was like, man, that man, whenever he's on, he's always playing Diablo. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, that's um, that's pretty much true because uh, what's World of Warcraft again? I I really don't know what that game is anymore. They <laughs> each their own. It has no problem. But uh, I'm going to find something he loved to play. Yeah. Even it's... if it is a bad game, like, you know, well, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> oh, like Sweater or Guild oh, Wars I'm not saying it. but um okay so what i've been up to i've been playing a ton of ton a metric ton of diablo um according to my rapture account i've put in over 40 hours of diablo 3 this week ouch how's your new job going yeah really that is a new job right there well (laughs) yeah i i guess i guess you got to make the most of it when you're on disability but uh, you know ouch oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, it started off last week. I've been playing a lot of my Demon Hunter, well, at least last week, just because I wanted to get the Demon Hunter to level 60 so that I could do that, you know, the close, the close combat, close quarters combat. That's what I meant to build. And uh, yeah, so the Demon Hunter is, um, demons look at you and you, you fall or dead. It's... I, that's the one thing that I was having. I was having big, big problems with the Demon Hunter because it'd be like, all right, cool, I'm doing lots of damage. Oh, I'm dead, and <laughs> and it was very frustrating. And um, I I actually had a, a another. I had a listener jump into. Um, I was doing Act Three Nightmare, and MDD Three joined me, and he was playing. I think at the time I was. I think it was 47 or 48 with my demon hunter and he was like 51 and he was just shredding people like left and right and and he actually he, he noticed i was struggling a little bit so he he was like here do you need this and so he gave me he gave me a you know one-handed crossbow and i was like oh wow that's you know double my dps so sure cool and then he was like wait do you need this one too and it was another one-handed crossbow that was also really good so i was like sure i'll take that and then i was having a much better time but um we we killed asmodan and then after that i just i kept dying in act fours like it was just really frustrating. So what did I do? I went to the auction house and I bought, oh, no. I bought a I level 63 one-handed crossbow with 732 DPS and it had a reduced level requirement of 12, which made it equivalent well, level 48. And then I just plowed through the rest of hell. I you know, I still died every now and then because um, you know, if you don't kill things that's enough you die in one hit as a demon hunter so uh i hit level 60 uh last friday yeah a week ago from from our record night and congratulations yeah we we did that um it was supposed to be gaming night six but the turnout wasn't so great so we just kind of like all right we'll we'll delay it so um for all of our listeners who may or may not be following the show account on twitter please do 
Um, but we will be doing our sixth gaming night next Friday on the 31st. And at this point, I'm still planning on it being a Diablo 2 night, but we might play Diablo 3. It depends on how many people show up with, you know, Diablo 2. It doesn't matter if you don't have Diablo 2, you're more than welcome to show up and, you know, just hop on our mumble and, you know, have fun with us. It, you don't have to be in the same game. You can still talk talk smack, you know, tell, tell me... <laughs> tell me how how awesome the puke doctor is and i'll just you know roll my eyes and say sure whatever (laughs) (laughs) but um so yeah that was prior to patch 1.0.4 and after 1.0.4 i've been doing nothing but grinding paragon experience that is what i've been doing because uh yeah it's it's a grind and uh, to help visualize this, um, one of the Diablo fans uh, users, uh, the fan site Diablo fan, put together a a visual graph, uh, visual pie chart of the basically it starts from Paragon level one all the way to one hundred, and it basically you know splits it up you know as pie slices to show you how much each Paragon level is of the entire thing, and. Yeah, 1 through 10 is less than one Paragon level when you get above 90. So, so yeah. it's going to take you a while to get all the way through that then. Yeah, so uh, all those people complaining about, oh, Magic Find Gear is dead. You know, yeah, good good luck with, with achieving Paragon level 100 in any, you know, decent amount of time because oh yeah they they dropped the, they they instituted a cap on magic find to 300%. Now that doesn't include um that that's just on your gear. So when you get your steps your stats in Nephilim Valor or if you find a fortune's shrine that will stack on top of the 300. So if there is a maximum possible 400% magic find but yeah. Hey folks, Nevik here with a quick edit. Um yeah, fortune shrines are rolled into the cap so that means that Fortune Shrine will not take you beyond the 300% magic find cap, so the maximum possible is 375, not 400. Yeah, that's what I've been doing, and I hit Paragon level eight earlier this earlier this evening, and oh my goodness, it's getting slower <laughs> and slower and slower. And I actually had a legendary drop for me, and so that makes my Fourth in over 400 hours invested into the game. Wow. And, and uh, does it have a proc? No, it was on um, gloves, and unfortunately they didn't have a main stat on them, but they were still pretty cool. They weren't really an upgrade for any of my characters, though, so I was kind of like, oh. And then I t- checked the auction house, and I was like, oh, this is worth squat. <laughs> but I'm trying to sell them. It's just the gladiator gladiator something i forget what it was called but you know it had like um, plus percentage life on it and life on hit and i'm like oh that's awesome and it has critical hit chance i'm like oh that's cool but it's not an upgrade for any of my characters so i was like oh oh well so, legendary so loves the most there... go ahead sorry i just said it was the legendary gloves of the mostly useless <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I was just gonna say, if anybody needs those, you know, go track down Nevik. Yeah. <laughs> just in case it's an upgrade for you. Yeah, yeah, buy them. Cause I'm I'm starting to run low on gold because I have had 
almost no luck with having a good item drop for me. I, I found some decent stuff, but no, nothing really to write home about. You know, I did get a, a staff, two-handed staff that had a 1,111.1 DPS on it and it had like over 300 intelligence. I was like, oh my goodness, that's pretty cool, but it wasn't an upgrade for my melee wizard. And even if it was, even if it were, I wouldn't use it because you know I kind of have to use the shield as a melee wizard. So, um, but I'm, I, I at that at that moment I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do another wizard, and I'm gonna go with a two-handed staff builder, you know, two-handed whatever whatever I could equip build, and tr see how that goes, and, and not go melee with it, you know, go range, but try to be somewhat tanky so I don't have to fight so much, but. Yeah, that, that was before I started buying some Magic Find gear. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I need to kind of uh, sell some stuff so I, I have some gold. Because I'm not going to go to the real money auction house. Nope, not, nope, not no, happening. No, no, be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Nevik will be a little upset with that one. Yeah, and uh, some quick little sidebar. You know how um, that other thing that's happening next Tuesday... That other, I, thing. That, that other thing by that other game that blizzard makes um she might be coming back to check it check it out because oh of, sweet yeah so oh, we'll, cool. we'll see how that goes don't worry oh. people i'm not i will not abandon diablo for wow because my as i've mentioned to a couple of other people you know who have said oh well you know you're you were addicted to wow so like, yeah but um diablo was my first true gaming love other than the Final Fantasy series, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, Diablo I have over 400 hours invested in it in less, you know, in just over three months. So at this rate, I might have 1,200 hours by by the time uh, the anniversary comes around for Diablo three. Who knows? Whoa. And maybe by then I'll be Paragon level 96. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Something to shoot for. Yeah. But um, all right. Well, we have a bunch of emails, so let's let's get on to our Audible sponsor. You can go to bit.ly/sspbook and get a 30-day trial to Audible. With your trial, you will get a book credit, which you can use on over 100,000 book selections, audiobook selections, of course. And uh, I do believe that there's supposed to be a a new. Is Tides of War going to be? An audiobook selection? I believe it is. Why don't we listen to a sample here? The hour was close to twilight, and the vaguely warm hues of the afternoon were fading to colder blues and purples. Air, peppered with swirling, stinging blades of snow, whirled high above Koldara. Other beings would shiver and shield their eyes, fluff their fur or feathers, or wrap themselves more tightly in their cloaks. The great blue dragon whose wings beat a slow rhythm, paid no heed to such things as snow or cold. He had taken to the air in search of the crisp bite of the frigid, snow-speckled wind, hoping, perhaps futilely, that it would cleanse his thoughts and soothe his spirit. Calicos, though young as dragons reckoned age, had already borne witness to tremendous change among his people. The blue dragons had endured so very much, it seemed to him. They had twice lost their beloved aspect, Malagos, once to insanity for millennia, and then, finally, to death. 
ironically and poignantly, the blues, the intellectuals and the guardians of arcane magic in the world of Azeroth, were the flight most drawn to order and calmness, and the least able to deal with such chaos. Yet even in the midst of this upheaval, their hearts had stayed true. The spirit of the blue dragonflight had chosen not the hard-line path represented by Malagos's deceased blood heir, Aragos, but the gentler, more joyful way offered to them by Calixas. And al- along with your audiobook selection, you will have access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to start your Audible free trial today. We have a lot of email, and uh, we're, we're going to skip all, all of the um, news that we have because, hey, guess what? Almost all of our emails will touch upon everything that's happened. So, uh, Bracia, we have an email from Chris. Would you like to take that one? No, but I'll do it. Oh, okay. Oh, well. <laughs> as, long, as long as it doesn't trouble you. Oh, no, no. I think we can handle this one. <laughs> Thank oh, you God. let him go on um, vacation there and comes back. Uh, I know, I come back. And I'm gonna, a little bit of sass. Now. Um, <laughs> okay, we got this email from Chris. Hello, I am a listener from Germany and really like your podcast. I understand 99% of what you're talking about. I'm sure the other 1% is totally me. Or me. But, or me. You never know. <laughs> but the background music makes it really hard to concentrate. Is it possible to turn it down a little or even have a version without the background music? It's a little like watching a talk show and having music on the radio at the same time. It gives me a headache. Big smiley face. (laughs) I can't think of about others not speaking English natively who wouldn't feel the same. Keep up the good work, Chris. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Jen, what do do you think? Yeah. I think I think we could drop our our bed music down a little bit more. I, I suppose. Well, I'm sure, we could. And I'm bilingual. I speak Spanish, and I know when I listen to Spanish podcasts, which is not very often anymore, because um, my favorite one stopped a long time ago. But in any case, it is harder to uh, follow what's going on in a podcast in a language that's not your first language. So I know what he's talking mm. about with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can see where the music could be a bit of a distraction at times right. so yeah but we could we could either maybe make it quieter or, or something yeah so chris we'll, we'll see what we can do to accommodate you i like having the bed music just because you know it kind of makes you feel like you're you know in the world of sanctuary so I, yes. I know what chris is talking about because i was just listening to episode 21 mm-hmm. um before and most of it sounds pretty decent but then there's a couple parts where the the music itself changes tone and it'll be like boom 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 right in the middle of when somebody's talking and you know if somebody had a very soft voice it kind of trumps that even though the background music might be lower yeah. and so I, I can kind of understand that a little bit because um, i do have a hearing impairment myself so you know mixing noises like that tends to even throw it off for somebody who does speak english even though you know there's an argument with that one all right. Well, in in that case, yeah, we'll we'll drop our bed music down a little bit, just just so you know, it's it's still there, but it doesn't overpower, or you know, so that our voices don't get get lost in in the bed music, because you know we all have fantastic voices, and you you deserve to enjoy enjoy us in your ears. So, well yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so we, we have another, sh um, I, I would say a weekly installment, but we don't do a show every, but we have another email from Commander Bird. Jen, could you take that one? I can do that. Commander Bird says, hello, soul stealers. I like that. <laughs> soul stealers. <laughs> hey, I haven't stolen nothing. You, you can't prove anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to say, Still loving Diablo 3 and your podcast. Last show, you said people that play WoW get bored with Diablo 3. I played WoW up until the Lich King came out and then a private server. I got bored with WoW and think Diablo 3 is better. I'm enjoying the game and some patches make the game better. Until next week, Commander Bird here. And that's from Commander Bird. I like the message that is being spoken here. Mm -hmm. um, Di Diablo, you know, capturing another... So I like this because uh, <laughs> uh, what's, oh, but then again, what, what is he talking about? Wow. Does that stand for something? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How quickly you forget. <laughs> the Lich King. Wait, the Skeleton, the skeleton King? King, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> King Leoric? He got cold? <laughs> I guess so. Did he have a skeletal dragon that he raised? In hmm. Anyways, yeah. That must be the alternate Diablo 3 timeline. Yeah, yeah the one with... Right. Uh, Where he like the, comes back in Act 3 with all the snow, right? The one... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the little people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We really can't say anything good about that one now. Oh, oh that one was a lot funnier in my head. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna move on. Uh, we have an email from uh, Saint Motorspark, and I will take this one. Hello, Shattered Soulstone crew. I heard your show yesterday morning for the first time and proceeded to listen to another three episodes by the end of the day. Wow. <laughs> so I guess you could say I am a new listener and welcome. Wow, that's impressive. Three yeah. at the end of the day. Wow, cool. I know I'm probably going to hear a few groans about this. Wait, um, but I am an avid witch doctor <laughs> player. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> thought I would voice my build. Oh, great. Yeah, I like <laughs> this guy already. Currently, I am level <laughs> 60 and in Act 1 Inferno. Wow, this guy, he was a glutton for punishment, I guess. Um, since about the mid to late 40s, I have been playing a tanking witch doctor that exists. That's awesome. And must say it has been amazing. Primarily, I have been focusing my stats as follows. Life on hit, resist all armor, intelligence, then vitality. Uh, that's... Well, I'm taking notes right now. Okay. <laughs> as for skills, I am using firebomb with fire pit rune is my primary attack corpse spider spider queen Ugh. Ugh. i hate spiders um locust plague with the rune pestilence and grasp of the dead with the groping eels as my general damage slash aoe which stands for area of effect and spirit walk with the jaunt rune with soul harvest siphon as my quick heal in dot builders dot is damage over time I will explain later. Witch doctors, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to puke doctors can have some pretty insane survivability thanks to life on hit. And currently I can 
think almost any elite in Act 1 Inferno up to the Butcher. Well, you know what? My melee wizard can tank the Butcher, no problem. Anyways, um, nearly without moving, my general rotation relies on keeping constant AoE up and then spam Fireball. I called Spirit Walk and Soul Harvest my DOT builders because when I use them both one after another, I can heal to full or be impervious to danger exactly long enough for me to cast all my AoEs. With my current 1,323 life on hit, I am getting about 700 to 5,000 life every half second depending on how many enemies I have around me and what dots I have up. Uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know, DOT... We, we normally refer to it as dots, so just, just you know, if you've never heard that term, just that way you know what, what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, he includes a link to his profile, um, so he says, here's a link to my profile if you want to see other stats, passives, and gear. On other notes, I have been looking into some of the info on patch 1.0.4, and overall I am excited. The new legendary system looks good, and I am honestly really excited about the Paragon system. What are your thoughts with the new patch, specifically the Paragon system? After reading some of the more the more recent release notes, slash blogs, slash etc. Sorry if my email was too lengthy. Anyway, keep up the good work, and thanks for taking the time to not only do the show, but also to read listener emails. If you ever need a tank doctor, uh, hit me up in game. And he includes his uh, battle tag, which is ST Motor Spark Pound 1374. And that will be added to our Soul Stoners battle tag page at the conclusion of our show. So, yay. Oh, and he signs it Future Devout Listener. Wait, you're not a devout listener already? This is going to happen in the future. Ben, a.k.a. St. Motorspark. Wow. So, after reading that piece of fiction... Oh. <laughs> not dot. biased More at dot. all. More nope. dot. <laughs> now, dot. More dot. Now, I have this propensity for, you know, taking, taking classes and, you know, making them do something that they're not intended to do. I can't say that I'm going to do a tank doctor. Nope. <laughs> I, oh, it sounds fun. Uh, well, good. I, I hope you do it. And then you can show me the virtues of a tank doctor at some point once you get into Inferno, Brasia. Okay, I'll But, um, That yeah. sounds like a challenge. That sounds yeah. like a challenge right there. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty cool. You know, actually, I have been hearing more recently i should say that witch doctors can tank and oh god why did i just i, I misspoke there puke doctors uh, tank and um <laughs> it really doesn't interest me in the least nope uh, you know I'll, I'll go tanky with with the demon hunter but uh puke doctor no no thank you but um what is our opinion on the paragon system those of you who follow me on twitter already know that i absolutely love it so um but bracia what do you think about it well, I jokingly tweeted back to you that, uh, hey, bro, I heard you like grinding, so I added some more levels to grind to help you grind some more. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, you know, honestly, I think it's a good system. I I'm joking about that. I mean, yes, it is more of a grind, but this is Diablo 3. This is kind of what it, the game's about. And I think it's something more for players to shoot for. I think it's, it's great because it's giving you more stats. It's giving you more magic find, gold find, you know, kind of things as you're trying to progress in the game without you know, hopefully banging your head in the wall constantly, like, okay, I'm going nowhere and I'm never going to get anything. That's still going to happen. 
Yeah, well, I mean, but it's not the same I, same thing right. as it was before where there was nothing else to shoot for, really. Right. You're like, okay, why the hell am I banging my head on the wall? Because I've already beaten the game in, like, three and a half levels. I'm just kind of, I really don't care if I get the last two acts anymore. Right. You know, that's just pretty much where a lot of people are running their heads into the wall. But now, at least, there's something to shoot for. And you're like, oh, you know what? Even if I don't find the gear dropping or I don't want to go shopping in the auction house, I still have a chance to shoot for it because I can gradually build my cl- my character up over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a good system. For those of those of our listeners who didn't check out the uh, – or didn't see the blog post uh, about the Paragon system, essentially what it is is an extra 100 levels – and uh, I stated that previously, but um, it's going to take a very, very, very long time to hit level 100. Um, Jay Wilson kind of kind of compared it to getting from level 1 to 99 in Diablo 2. I really don't see how that's possible because uh, you could hit level 99 um, with people who are rushing through, you know, all the ladder resets. Normally within a week or two, you'd have level 99s at the top of the ladder system. So... I really don't think that we're going to see a level 100 by the end of next week. <laughs> and if we do, we would seriously have to question whether or not that was a bot or not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, it, it, in addition, well, basically what happens when you level up, the very first Paragon level is about as long as it takes you to get from 59 to 60. It's a little bit longer. But you, um, your Nephilim, your Nephilim Valor stacks now also include a 15% experience buff. So mm-hmm. once once you get your 75 or your 75 stacks, your five stacks of Nephilim Valor, you'll have <laughs> an extra 75% XP gain. Also, you you can equip a red gem into your helmet to gain even more bonus experience, and you can also use experience gear again if you want to. It's probably not really worth your time because unless you're stacking a ton of it. And even if you were, uh, I mean, we're talking about millions upon millions of experience that you're going to need. So it's over the long haul, you know, it'll probably amount to quite a bit, but it's probably, here's the thing. (laughs) I really don't think more than 1% of the player base that is currently in Inferno or near Inferno is going to get past Paragon level 10. Because by the time you get to Paragon level 10, if you haven't had any luck with drops, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of this. And it's a huge grind because uh, to go from level Paragon level 7 to Paragon level 8 was over 17 million experience. So that takes a while. <laughs> so oh, I yeah. I really don't think we're going to see a whole lot of people you know, getting into the upper echelons of the Paragon level. Mm. But um, those who do get past level 10, I think... I think we're going to see them get, you know, beyond level 30 and the percentages, like basically the people who get higher are the people who are really hardcore about this game and they're, they will hit level 100 more than likely at some point. And then all their magic find gear is worthless. Oh, but, um, yeah. Uh, In it, in addition, every, well, when I say their magic find gear is going to be worthless because every single level in Paragon, you will gain 3% magic find and gold find for every level. Plus, you will get plus 3 on your main stats, um, plus 2 to vitality, and plus 1 to your secondary stats. So so if you're a wizard or a puke doctor, you know, you'll get 3 intelligence, 2 vitality, and then 1 strength and dexterity 
every Paragon level. So you're still leveling up. It's like, you know, you're just leveling. So essentially the max level is now 160 in game. <laughs> so that makes like a huge difference instead of hitting 60 and being like, oh, I'm done. I've got nothing else. That's it. I'm as high a level as I can be. If you've got like 160 now, that'll give people a lot to do. Actually, it's kind of funny that they went with this. I, I really think it was a good decision that they went with this overall because um, we'll, we'll include this link in the show notes, but Flux over at Diablo Inc. Gamers posted um, like basically a history of the, uh, the the design philosophy behind dropping the the maximum level cap down to 60 and the, like kind of like the whole like, oh, it's just a number thing and, you know, when people hit level 60, you know, there's obviously they're still going to continue because there's still more stuff to do. And then, you know, everybody hit level 60 and they hit the brick wall, you know, maybe, maybe they got through act one and then they get to act two and then they're like, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now there's a reason to keep going. I mean, even if you're not having the best luck in the world, you know, you can grind all the way up to level 100 in, in act one Inferno if you want to, which is pretty easy once you start getting some good gear. <laughs> My melee wizard just shreds through stuff in Act 1 now. So, yeah, keep going, people. Keep going. What do you think this means for, like, if they do an expansion? I just kind of assumed when they put an expansion, they would just add levels to that character. Now it's just kind of like... I... I mean, you can't just simply go from 60 to 70 and then add another. What are you going to do? Say you got 100 Paragon levels and then... <laughs> Yeah, you got to grind to 70 or 80 and then another 100 Paragon level. This is what I think is going to happen. They're not going to increase the level cap. Let, let's put that on record. I, I have a feeling that when the first expansion comes out, level cap will remain at level 60. And the whole reason why is because um, if they were to increase it, you know, th there would be a little bit of weirdness. I mean, sure, they could, you know, possibly halt your Paragon level experience or, you know, your Paragon level your paragon experience until you hit the new level cap and there's some arguments as to why they would increase the level cap because if they do add a fifth act it's gonna throw the leveling progression off in terms of like basically the game is set up so that when you reach the end of act four hell you're level 60 you know some of us hit it earlier sometimes but uh that's basically how the game was set up, was so that by the time that you hit at 4 hell you and finish it, you're level 60, so then you can go into Inferno. If they do add a fifth act, then you're probably going to hit level 60, probably in act 2 hell. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, because then you'll start earning Paragon experience if they don't, uh, if they don't increase the level cap. But uh, I really don't think they that they're going to do it. I think they're going to keep it as is in act 5, will be I level 64 monsters and that's just I think that's where they're going to go because you know they're probably going to assume that by the time you get to act 5 inferno you're going to have you know 20 30 40 maybe even 100 paragon levels so who knows plus if they change it from like you know level cap at 60 to say 70 or something that's going to screw with all the gear and all yeah. the weapons, because everything now is like at 60, or there's some that are like 63, but they're reduced, you know? If you make it, oh, you can be 70 now, how is all that? They're going to have to, like, add in a ton more stuff or change that in some way. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that would be really difficult. Yeah, because then, basically, I level 63 gear all of a sudden becomes worthless for doing Inferno endgame 
content. So yeah, it would alter I, everything, you know. Yeah, and it's not it's not like they're going to retroactively upgrade all your gear um, because they can't for some reason, and they well or at least they didn't with the, the new legendaries. You know, they have legacy legendaries now, which. Oh man, I really wanted to get a Skullgrass before uh, the new Skullgrass came out because the old Skullgrass was so much better than the new Skullgrass. But um, oh, at least for a melee wizard, the old one's a lot better, and it's now going to cost hundreds of millions, if not billions, of gold to buy. So yeah, I may never, may never, ever, ever get one. <laughs> but Good that's luck. okay. That's okay. I don't think they're going to increase the level cap. I just a hunch. Just a hunch. Mm-hmm course i was wrong about a couple things prior to diablo 3 coming out but uh, i think a lot of us were yeah so okay uh we have one more email from sanjira and brazia would you like to tackle this one okay so the email from sanjira uh sanjira here i heard that there was a small tiny patch that made dd3 a tiny bit better maybe <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on the patch? If you don't already have another email about it, or don't talk about the uh, about it in the first part of the show, well, we've kind of done a bunch of that, so yeah. hopefully yeah. Uh, it helped out. But anyway, Sanjura said that the real reason I emailed was that there was a bit of an uproar about some comments by Jay Wilson said about Dave David Brevik. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what you guys think about it. If you haven't heard the interview, here's a link. You know, yeah. Link. Yeah, that interview is um, from an Ink Gamers uh, reporter at Gamescom, and he actually caught David Brevik at, in it in his hotel, <laughs> out in the hallway. Woo! Really professional interview. Um, anyways, it, <laughs> in the interview, David Brevik kind of uh, kind of kind of questioned the uh, like. How do I want to put it? I mean, he he didn't like outright say that you know the Blizzard team, uh, Jay Wilson's team, you know, had screwed up Diablo three. He he was very political in in a lot of his opinions, and I could tell that the reporter was trying to get him to say something, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to bait him into you know saying something controversial. I mean, David Brevik did say you know that um, basically Diablo three as it exists today is not not the way that he would have done Diablo three, but I mean. That that's fair enough. I mean, really, <laughs> but um, he did say that he was um kind of sad with the way that Diablo three kind of turned out. I, I mean, he didn't. He, it wasn't like a huge negative. I mean, it kind of kind of just glossed over it. But then he stated that he was kind of glad about the situation as well because it kind of proved that you know people make the difference and kind of like you know saying hey you know the blizzard north team that i came from you know look look at what we did you know diablo 2 was amazing not at first david just want to state that for the record diablo 2 for anyone who never played diablo 2 diablo 2 was a mess in the beginning okay just like diablo 3 was so just stating that you know diablo 2 it was a great game diablo 3 is a great game diablo 2 transformed into an an absolutely amazing game and i have all the confidence that diablo 3 will do the same anyways um but he basically said that he i don't want to put words in his mouth but he kind of alluded to the fact that he wasn't sure what direction that diablo 3 was going in so yeah i'll just leave it at that anyways back to sanjira's email no i mean i got the same thing that david i like somebody who 
still had a little bit of resentment for how they felt like they might have been treated mm -hmm. with Blizzard North closing. Yeah. And just, just kind of at the same time saying, you know, hey, they did some good things, but they also did some things that I wouldn't have done. And you're getting a lot of flack from the community, and haha, that's good. Yeah. In, in my my view, I mean, we've all had, and I'm saying probably just about anybody has had somebody in their life or some group they were involved in or some job they had where they really poured their heart and soul into it and they feel like they got screwed in the end mm -hmm. which sounds like it was that's the kind of tone he has about it and you know he's moved on he's doing other things obviously doing some pretty good things but you know there's still that part in where he gave a lot of his life to diablo and its creation and so you know he kind of you know somebody else has taken over it so he had he's like you know hey whatever but uh, James Wilson's response, we'll kind of get into that next, but uh, I think both sides kind of have their points to it and they also kind of have some things where, you know, there's sometimes the reason why you guys tell people you know, if you want to have this thing, we need to set up an actual interview or you want to talk, you need to go through the PR first and then we'll talk. Right, yeah. You know, there's a reason why that's there. But yeah, anyway. that definitely makes more sense. Now, I read the transcript, I didn't watch the video, mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't aware that he just sort of like you know, caught him in the hallway and like went, oh, hey, talk to me on camera. You know, I didn't catch that because I'd read the transcript instead. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a little different. I mean, I think if I were at some, you know, gamer thing and I was like someone who'd made a big game that everybody played and someone stopped me in the hallway, I'd be like, okay, stalker, who are you? You know? Yeah. But yeah, I didn't catch that part. That might have been, uh, <laughs> that's definitely not very professional. Yeah. I'm going to go on and finish up with what Sanjur sent to us. And next is, now that Jay Wilson said in response to David Brevik was to bloop that loser. <laughs> or he did on his, on Facebook. Maybe he thought it was private. I don't know. People, I'm just putting my own thing in there. I've noticed smartest people in the world have get on Facebook and they totally forget how stupid they really are. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like Facebook just sucks in your humanity. But anyway, <laughs> well, well, it somehow got out. He responded with a forum post pretty much saying he was sorry. I did play Diablo 2 for a very short time before heading to WoW. I can tell you that a lot of gameplay and stuff from D2 is still there in D3. Cha they changed a lot, but there's also some improvements to it, in my opinion. But David said in an interview, in my opinion, some of it was not fair. It seemed to me that he was being a little too critical of D3. I was just wondering what you guys thought on his thoughts were. And who kind of got into it a little bit. Yeah. I know that Antonio would probably be a good person to answer this because of his experience with Diablo 1 and Diablo 2. But this is for anyone, really. I don't know if this feud of sorts has been going on for a while or this something that just started to brew. It just seems like there might be a bad blood there from before. I know about the whole Blizzard North just up and leaving thing. Maybe it stems from that. Uh, I had a longer email, but I cut it off here. I know this isn't your typical email, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Then he has a couple links for us. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I've been called a Blizzard apologist a lot. Um, because, you know, I – well, I, I just remembered one other thing that David Brevik said, and I, I think this is what caused Jay Wilson to kind of 
you know, flip a table and say, bleep that loser on Facebook and then realize, hey, if you post anything on Facebook or anything to the Internet at all, it's there forever. It, you know, it doesn't disappear. You, you can't just delete your comment and be like, oh, oh no, no, nothing happened. Nothing happened, you know, because people took screenshots. Right. Mm -hmm. Some people actually recorded them going to Facebook <laughs> and clicking on his name on that in that thread, because uh, what, what happened was um, Chris Haga, who is uh, who was working on Diablo three and then left, um, felt like he, his basically the whole thing was like I, f I feel like i've been thrown under a bus or something and then he posted a link to the interview he's like oh that would explain it or some something similar to like that i'm kind of paraphrasing there that's pretty and, close though yeah yeah and um i think the comment that may have got under jay wilson's skin more than just you know the whole questioning whether or not the diablo 3 team knows what they're doing was that you know jay wilson came from an rts background and I think that's what got under Jay Wilson's skin. You know, like, hey, you're not an action RPG developer. You came from an RTS, you know. And <laughs> so I, I think that kind of irked him. But in no way does that justify the way that Jay Wilson responded. I, <laughs> that should not have happened. And he's fortunate that he still has a job because I know that a lot of people have gotten fired from their jobs for posting something on Facebook that they shouldn't have, you know? Or on so, Twitter. Yeah, that happens yeah. a lot. I've heard a lot about those. I think I can understand the Facebook dynamic that occurred, though. Um, like, my, I have a Facebook page, and it's, um, as far as I know, unless they've changed the privacy settings, I think I have it pretty much locked to, you know, only friends can see what I'm posting. Now, mm -hmm. I have an aunt who I was uh, friends with um, <laughs> on Facebook, and you know, if I if she leaves a comment on something or posts something and I, you know, write back LOL or something, she can see the comment that I've left on her post. So can all of her friends. Right. So mm -hmm. I was seeing comments to her post from people I had no idea who they were. They weren't relatives. They weren't friends of mine. I don't know who these people were. But now they could see not only the comment that my aunt had left on her own Facebook page, but my comment as well, even though I don't know them. Yeah. And have not friended mm -hmm. them, and my Facebook is locked down. So I'm wondering if perhaps something like that allowed this to sort of get out into the world a bit. Well, I mean, haven't you gotten to, um, you know, ever gotten to a point where, you know, you've you poured your heart out, you're doing something, you know, what you think is right, and then somebody comes along and says something that you really take offense to, and you yeah. just say something that you really, would, you know, under most circumstances, would probably never say. But you, as soon as you say it, you regret it. You know you said the wrong thing. And you can't take it back. On Facebook, you can pull it down. But, right. I mean, it, it's the kind of a thing. I'm sure he sat there and he would probably be red, as I can imagine Jay Wilson getting, because there's this guy who's not involved in the team anymore, who's been like of the, you know, of the company, who's got other projects, commenting on his team, who has not, you know, this David hasn't been working with for years who hasn't been under the pressure that Jay Wilson's been under, whose game sold 10 million copies, and yeah. even though people bitch and moan basically about it, tons of people still play it. Tons of people still love it. You know, so it's not a failure. It's just a lot of people like to shoot their mouth off. And that's just <laughs> how it goes. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're going to try to develop something and be successful developing it, you're going to take shots from people. And yet, you're going to have to learn to be a little bit of a big boy. And that's the reason why Jay Wilson, instead of getting his job, let go of his job, he basically was told, hey, you better write something good. 
you know, mm-hmm. apologize for it, say what you need to, but apologize, and that's how it's going to be handled. And he did that, and you saw it. And to be honest with you, the story is probably going to be swept under the rug in about a few months anyway. You know, as long as Diablo 3 can progress and become better, which is what they're working on. Well, I'll, I'll be honest you know, Because here. how many people remember the first few months of Diablo 2? I mean, you're talking about it, Epic. Most yeah. people don't remember that. No. Hey, and what, people what, aren't going to remember the first few months of, of D3 either. Era 37? How many people uh, talk about that now? Era 37. Seriously. That's my dream. So, I, oh, my I, God. <laughs> I love that tweet from uh, Sean, though, about the, <laughs> the T-shirt. That's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, funny well, as I mean, really, it's now. just a joke now. And it's not like something that everybody keeps bringing up is... You know, it's a huge failure of the game. Just, I, I have to correct you, Brazier. Funny as Fresno. Oh, that's right. Funny <laughs> yeah, as Fresno. <laughs> yeah, really. Error 37 has kind of united us all, and we've all gone through that. Wasn't that horrible? And then you go mm-hmm. on and play some more. You know, it's not like we're all still bitter about it, you know? A lot of people have rose-tinted glasses, and they, you know, it, even if they did play Diablo 2, and they were there in the very beginning when Diablo 2 launched, and they experienced all the problems that Diablo 2 had at the beginning, you know, I can't, re- I, you know, I can't with any clarity remember a lot of the issues other than a few, you know, like I can remember, you know, whirlwind barbs were complaining because lances wouldn't drop anywhere in the game because they just, there was a bug preventing them from dropping at all. So, you know, and then then you had like the piercing bug with uh, with a sorceress, which I I'm still bitter that they fixed that bug. They sh- they really should have left that bug in there because that was like the best bug ever. But um, <sighs> yeah, you know, Diablo two wasn't wasn't you know perfect when it launched, and I don't understand why people. I mean, they're like, oh well, they had twelve years to develop it. Well, do you know how many different teams have actually worked on Diablo three? I mean. Jay Wilson took over the took over the game what maybe five years ago, but it was like conceptually being designed, you know. Uh, I'm trying to remember as as early as 2001, I believe. So, you know, people mistake that and think, oh, well, they've you know they've had 12 years to work on this. It should be perfect. It should be better than you know patch 1.13d for Diablo 2, Lord of Destruction. You know, people forget that Lord of Destruction fixed almost every single problem that Diablo 2 originally had in the beginning and expounded upon the game, really expanded the game. Do people think that there's not going to be an expansion for Diablo 3 that's going to drastically change the game? I mean, <laughs> really, I mean, it's it's going to happen. Diablo 3, you know, six months down the line is going to be a lot better than it is right now. And patch 1.0.4, you know, rectified a lot of my problems with, you know, not having anything to do. That, I mean, that's kind of why I, I leveled a, you know, I pushed through and leveled my monk to level 60 and then decided to do the same with the Demon Hunter. And uh, if I get really bored of my, uh, you know, grinding Paragon, maybe I'll work on malpractice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just... It's, it's so frustrating. Well, I think part of the problem might be that, you know, 12 years ago, right, we've had like 12 years in between, you know, D2 and D3. Some of the people that are jumping into D3 now are too young to remember D2. Mm-hmm. Or they weren't even there. Yeah, know? or they were old enough, but they weren't there. Um, and they, so I think they, that's part of it, you know. And they came from World of Warcraft and are expecting, you know, a tiered endgame system in Diablo 3 and it's like I'm sorry but Diablo 3 is not a not it's an MMO different. yeah it's right. different 
And the player base has changed, I mean, in all kinds of gaming. I mean, it's a Diablo 3 action role-playing game. It's not the only one that's experienced it. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of even console games, everyone is expecting more because no, they know more can be done. A different game did it better. How come this game cannot do it better? You know, yeah. like those kind of things. I mean, I, I experienced that just with a few games in the last year that came out. I was excited to play. I couldn't wait to play. I played it. I'm like, what? It doesn't have this? What? Yeah. It doesn't have that? What the hell? How, why are they spending millions of dollars to make a game that doesn't have something that already exists? Oh, but Brasia, but Brasia, you you got to remember the conspiracy theories. You know, they oh. they they've developed all these systems, and then they decided to start cutting them one by one so that they could release them in patches later on. Oh yes, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that won't Make take off anybody longer. at all, you know. <laughs> but just kind of my last kind of summary about what happened with this whole situation was, you know, David Brevik was confronted by somebody. To t you know, kind of a short view. Oh, you know, hey, we're we're a popular blog. Talked about you know, different games. We're here to see your new game. We're also here. Hey, what about Diablo three? What do you think about this? And mm -hmm. so, first question, very innocent. I think the answer was pretty innocent, uh, for the most part. You know, I, he's questioning the direction, which you know everybody can question the direction of a game. That's not a problem like that. What then he does go into is, you know, he baited into it in the second question, with you know, hey. You see, all these different things about Diablo 3 just aren't as good or not working as well. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he's going to say? Well, yeah. I, you know, what the heck? I might as well go for it. And I'm sure he, he didn't intend to sit out there and say, hey, you know, I, I hate all this stuff. It's just kind of what he was thinking, what was on his mind at the moment when he was asked the question. And, you know, David said a few things. But yeah, he does have points that, that people could, you know, they do need to kind of do a few things to maybe improve the game, whatever they're looking to do. But I think what Jay Wilson really takes offense to, and I don't blame him, is I would do the same thing with my group of people. I, you know, we may do something wrong, and that's fine. We can fix it. That's, that's what we're trying to do in our job. But don't question the amount of effort and time and commitment we have in this game. Just because our vision is not the same as yours does not mean that we're not trying the best that we can do to make it the best possible experience because not all 10 million people want this game to be played the same way you do and i think that's kind of what where jay went off on it too but both of them said things they probably they definitely should not have said i don't think anybody should have ever been fired over this because you can't tell me that people at work don't say as how many times people mm -hmm. yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> i mean i'm not even gonna go into this but anyways um i mean i've been I've been at jobs where that's all people say all day long. Okay. Yeah. And they're never fired over it because they're protected by something. Oh, unions? No. Uh, nope. Not even going there. Oh and... Don't go there. Don't go there. Well, in that case, actually, Sinjira did kind of ask our opinions on the patch overall. I mean, we, we've touched upon certain things, but um, let, let's just go over, you know, uh, our opinions on the patch so far. You know, some of the things that we haven't touched upon already. Um, I'll kick it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the fact that I can now filter down six things on the auction house. <laughs> I, oh, no kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, it's... Oh, hey, they cut that. You know, they cut that so that they could add it back in and we'd all be happy, you know, kind of like the Apple model. Uh, oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, boy. You're just making okay. lots of friends today. <laughs> but, um, Bridget, what, what, what's, 
Oh, overall, what's your opinion on the patch? I think it's a step in the right direction, honestly. It's, um, it needed some updating and needed some tweaking. Some spells that were just never used by different classes needed to be used. Um, so they can, you know, seriously, you're going to put on a piece of gear, and you're going to have a choice between one spell that does 54% more damage or one that does 108% of your weapon damage more. You're always going to go with 108. Mm -hmm. and you're not even going to look at the other one. So at least they made it a little bit more interesting. Kind of, exactly. Interesting mm -hmm. and built. And so I'm just hoping this is one of many changes that's going to push it in the right direction. So at, at some point, maybe five, six years down the line, we can say, hey, you know what? Diablo 3 pretty awesome. It was kind of like Diablo 2 was awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, We're not even near there yet. Don't get me wrong. We definitely are not. I know. We're, we're getting in the right direction. Hey, we're, we're what? You know, uh, it is. Yeah, we're, we're only three months in. Okay. <laughs> so It's not far at all. Yeah, <laughs> it was over a year before Diablo 2's major problems got addressed. So, yeah. Um, Jen, what what about your? What was the one thing that? I mean, obviously, the Barbarian's even more fun to play now. Um, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely more fun to play now. It was just, I don't know. I think um, I think it was the. Uh, yeah, I'm blanking out on the word here. The uh, the giant, you know, band hammer. That's more fun. I mean, it just looks better. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, it, it seems to be doing more damage than it did before. Uh, the cleave spell is doing more than it did before. I know I stopped using it a while back because it seemed like it really wasn't doing that much damage. But it seems to be working really nicely now. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, that was fun. And I haven't had a lot of time to play the Demon Hunter, but I think the Fan of Knives thing seems like it's more... I don't know. I don't know if they changed the graphic or if I wasn't paying attention before, but it seems like it's doing a lot more, you know, like visually. And the yeah, same with the, and, um, you know, the band hammer, I'm going to call it. It visually looks better when you play it, when you hit it, you know? Yeah. And th that was, that's another thing. Um, the, they improved a lot of the visual effects. Um, I, I haven't seen all of them, you know, like rend for the barbarian has a new effect and like blind for the monk and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, what what I love is how when you're fighting a molten enemy, you know that big pulsating orb now shows you the you know blast radius. Oh, love that! And kind of the same with the the you know the frozen orbs that pop up, and the, you know the little aura, the pulsating aura on the ground. It, it makes it a little bit easier, you know, it's a quality life. And then um, Jen, you'll probably love this when you eventually get back to Belial. Belial's, uh, you, you know, when he does that that big two arms um attack well now oh, yes. now the little I know it well. the, <laughs> the pulsating green nova on the ground is now much bigger and it shows you it gives you a better representation of of his uh, the area that he's going to attack with that so when you see a big you know big poison nova on the ground you're like oh i really need to get out of that so, especially as a demon hunter <laughs> oh my goodness i did so many times as a demon hunter on belial <laughs> But uh, yeah, so just just you know the little tweaks here and there, it almost feels like the game is you know kind of new again. I I just kind of wish that so much crap wasn't dropping all the time. You know, ninety nine percent of what drops, you know, for me is still old. You know, bender stuff because it's not 
it's not really really worth salvaging even anymore because you can't sell the exquisite essences for a whole lot because uh, sure there's a big boost you know right when the patch came out when everybody's like oh I want to craft all the new legendaries and yeah so yeah cool oh which reminds me if anybody has a manticore I, I if you're <laughs> if you're a demon hunter you know if you if you want to give that you know to to my tanking demon hunter it might coax me away from my wizard a little bit no, i'm just kidding i really no don't don't do it don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's got two sockets on it that's amazing anyways yeah i haven't seen so. that yet at all yeah oh my goodness some of those legendary items are amazing but uh <sighs> so maybe at hour 500 invested i will have my fifth legendary or set item drop um <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what? I was kind of relieved um, that prior to patch 1.0.4, uh, there were rumors going around how the, the whole levels of excellence thing was going to be um, for every 500 elites or champions that you kill uh, on your 500th one, you would have a guaranteed legendary drop, but it would be bind on equip. And I was like, whoa, 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 bind on equip? That totally doesn't sound like Diablo. And then, you know, some of the, you know, the uh, more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? We'll, we'll just say, we'll just call them smarter with a very sarcastic tone to it. Um, pointed out that oh well, there already is bind on account stuff in Diablo three. You know, with like the staff of herding and all those materials. Yeah, and, but not not a lot. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was relieved that 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 system didn't come in. You know, sure it would might have been nice to you know have a guaranteed legendary every now and then, but. I'm glad that they didn't do that because I, I think that that would really clash with the, you know, the whole randomness of Diablo. So, yeah. Anyways, I think I'm about done talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we all agree. It's pretty much a, a much needed improvement to the game. And it's just a great basis to build off of. Oh, oh you know what? I just realized um, there, I, I included a couple of other things. Uh, if yeah. I'm going to include a link in our show notes to two things. One, the first one is uh, if you missed these, which I did, uh, there were like short stories written about each of the five character classes. I don't know if we covered this or not. Or not. I I'm I doubt that we did. But anyways, I'm going to include a link um, to a post. Uh, it's like through the Diablo fans blue tracker, but then a blue poster. For a community manager from Blizzard posted it. It has the links to all the five different stories, so you can go read those. And also, um, our good friend Ro, who absolutely loves Magda. I, I've never seen anyone <laughs> love Magda as much as Ro does. But um, he's back in Diablo 3. Yay! Well, sort of. <laughs> but he did something really crazy. And I'm not going to spoil it. You're going to have to go to his blog to see what he did um, because he, he said he was going to return to Diablo 3 with the with the patch, and, and he did. And he did something very crazy. So oh, go check yeah. it out. You definitely want to read this. I was very surprised as well. And, oh, one last thing. And this is like every show. It's like, oh, yeah, one last thing. Um, <laughs> guess what? If you're listening to our podcast and you haven't bought Diablo 3 yet, and you want to check it out, you can now. You, d you don't need a friend pass or anything. Diablo 3 is now free to play up to level 13. 
Um, it's essentially you get to play the beta, you know. The beta, it's yeah, it's the beta, yep. and you max out at 13, and you know you can kind of experience what we all did in the beta before we knew what else was in the game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, some would say there was a you know a move of desperation because uh, they're, you know, people are shying away from Diablo 3 now because they're done. But hey, you know what? It's a game that you may or may not have paid for, you know, depending on if you got it the annual pass, but. Mm -hmm. You're not paying a subscription for it. So, you know what? If you want to take a break, that's cool. You know, we will welcome you back with open arms when you're ready to come back because you're not paying anything for this game anymore until the first expansion comes out. But, um, <laughs> or, or <laughs> you just true. the real money auction house. But, um, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, but at least with the yeah. starter edition, like that's, you know, having that be free is perfect because if you've got that friend or family member that's like, yeah, I don't know. I might want to play. I don't really want to buy it. I don't know. I don't want to play one of your characters. I don't really want to watch you play. I just want to know if I like it. This is what you get them because it's there's no investment here. It's free. They can play. They'll be hooked on it. They'll start playing with you. They'll want the whole game. You know, it'll be great. Yep. Yeah, more souls for Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> or or for our show, I suppose, because, you know, evidently we steal souls or something. We steal souls, yes. Well, maybe. Yeah. Soul stealer. <laughs> but yeah so i just want to thank everyone for listening to episode 22 of the shattered soulstone podcast we are a dawn forge production we love medros and we thank him for hosting our show you can read the show blog or listen to the show archives at shatteredsoulstone.com and i do suggest that you go there because um occasionally we post a couple different things you know it's not always just our blog you know just the blog post for for our show uh you know sometimes i add a page called many or, well it's not called the but the many faces of zarheim um speaking of which if you have a screenshot of zarheim in game you know, send it our way. We'll add it to the we'll add it to that blog post. Yeah, um, that'd be but fun. yeah. And every so often, I write really crazy things about the calendar art. So, you know, mm -hmm. and and once in a while, I do like you know playlists, so you can listen to that while playing Diablo three. It's just crazy, crazy things. So go check out the the blog. It's got stuff. Yep. Um, also, you can find us on Twitter. This show account is at Shattered Stone. Please follow it because that's the best way for me to communicate, you know, when we're doing a gaming night or something like that. Um, because I'm not going to set up an email, an email list. I mean, if people really wanted to, but that's not an efficient way of, you know, communicating to you. Twitter is an amazing tool. Use it, people. Use it. Um, you can find me at Nevik James, you can find Brasia at the underscore Brasia, and you can find Jen at Queen of Haiku. We have a presence on Facebook and Google Plus, but most importantly, we cannot do the show without you, the listener. So please send in your contributions, questions, and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. So until next time, for me, for Jen, and for Brasia, I'm going to stay away from uh, Fresno because I hear it's hot as Fresno in there down there. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a presentation of Dawn Forge, copyright 2012. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.